Hello, I want to welcome you to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. So blessed to be able to have you with me today here in the studio. You know, God is doing some pretty amazing things in this world, amen. And I'm so grateful to be a part of the purpose of God, amen. And I know that today there's a word that God has for each and every one of us. You know, we're living in some pretty interesting times. Times where, you know, the Bible says it's difficult and hard to bear. For some people, it's even desperate times. But, you know, we serve a God, amen, who is faithful. We serve a God who is constant. We serve a God that is touched by everything that touches us. And we have so many things that we can be thankful and grateful for. So many things that we know about. And think about all the things that we don't. You know, I had an interesting situation happen. My wife and I just celebrated 30 years of marriage. I know, 30 years. Hard to believe it since I'm only 32. But, uh... We decided to go back to Las Vegas where we got married and renew our vows there. But we wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit. Instead of going to the little chapel that we got married in, we invited some family and friends and we rented this, this suite. And uh, we had the reception and we had the service inside of the suite. And my wife and I had Elvis <laughs> marry us again. And it was just such a wonderful wonderful time um, of us just, you know, celebrating, you know, this special moment, this major achievement, 30 years. And it wasn't all easy because we didn't have Jesus like the first three. So I'm just grateful that he kept me alive because uh, I wasn't a good guy and my lifestyle was not beneficial to our marriage. But man, when we invited the Lord Jesus Christ in, he changed everything. So me and my wife, we were just celebrating. We're just so thankful for everything that God had done for us. And we were able to celebrate with, again, family and friends, people that, that celebrate our lives and we celebrate their lives. And so we were so thankful for that. And so when we were on our way home, we had left Vegas in the morning, we'd had breakfast and we just kind of took our time coming home. And when we were coming into Bakersfield, my wife said, let's get something to eat. And I was like, okay. And I said, well, what do you want to eat? She goes, let's just get something fast. Cause, um, so there was different restaurants on the side of the freeway, and but she had mentioned she wanted to go to Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, all right, we'll go to Chick-fil-A. And she's like, oh, but it's two miles away. I said, oh, no, let's go to Chick-fil-A. And so I wind up going over there, and I asked her, do you want to go inside, or do you want to um, just go through the drive-thru? And she, again, she wasn't too decided, but I was like, you know what, let's just, let's just stop. Let's get out of the car for a little while. Let's eat. And so we go in there. We're eating for about 20 minutes, and all of a sudden somebody walks up and, and uh, says, hey, you guys are eating in the corner. And we look up. And it was the pastor of a church just down the road, a good friend of ours. And as we begin to talk with him, like 16 members of his church, all people that we know, people that we've done ministry with, people that we've done missions with showed up and they began to just tell us how, um, how thankful they were and how much they appreciated us and, and how they just congratulated us for 30 years of marriage. And it was just such a wonderful time of us celebrating them, them celebrating us and we were just so thankful that we that we made that decision to to be there, you know, to to have that meal. And then God blesses us with people that are just continuing to bless us with this anniversary. And I remember when we left that restaurant, we were heading home. I told my wife, I said, honey, I said, look what happened. I said, we decided to go to this restaurant. And then, you know, it made a decision to go inside. I said, what would have happened if we decided not to? I said, we would have never have known that those people had shown up at the same place and we would have missed out on celebrating each other. We would have missed out on, 
on, you know, their, the, you know, the blessings that they gave us, you know, for our anniversary. I said, we would have missed all of that. We would have never known that we missed that opportunity if we would have gone through that drive through And I said, how many times do we not experience that setup that God has for us? Where there's something that he's wanting to do with us. And because we decide to do something quicker or we decide not to go where we should go, you know, we miss out on this encounter with God. And uh, but we don't we don't miss it because we never knew it was there. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person. I want to make sure that I'm enjoying everything that God has to offer. I want every divine moment to be seized. And I think that when it comes to life and you experience those moments where God shows up and he's involved in that situation maybe that you're facing or that decision that you have to take, what a blessing, amen, when God gives you wisdom, direction, and and power, amen, to see things through, amen. We have a reason to be grateful. We have a reason to be thankful, amen. And God loves it when we praise him. God loves it when we worship him. God loves it when we're thankful for all that he's done. You know, I think about those 10 lepers, you know, again, you know, that God healed them all, but, you know, only one came back to say thank you. You know, it's so important, amen, that we have a thankful heart. Again, especially in the day that we're living in because of desperate times, dark times, you know, hard times. There's a lot of things going on right now that are difficult, but it's not beyond God. You know, there are situations that are challenging, you know, especially for us, even as believers. The Bible says that we're living in a time when they'll call good evil and evil good. We're seeing that. We're living in a time where, you know, there's a war and it's not on religion. It's on Jesus Christ. You know, if you lift up his name, you know, there are people that are getting offended for you being a believer. And so I understand that times are challenging. It it can affect you on your job. It can affect you in school. It might affect your grade. You know, if your professor finds out, you know, that you're a Christian or, you know, and so I understand that there are things that are going on that are challenging. At the same time, the devil knows that his time is short. And so he's behaving as a desperate person right now. And it seems like he's throwing everything that hell has to offer at people. And the Bible warns us that in these end times, you know, and, I, and you say, well, how do you know we're in the end times? Well, I can tell you this, and I think we can all agree on it, that we are closer to the end than any other generation before us. And because of that, it's like the devil is behaving as a desperate person. That's why he's, he's attacking people with everything and anything, because he knows his time is short. So we have to be alert and we have to be proactive. We have to make sure that we don't allow the devil to steal our praise or that heart of thanksgiving because things are challenging. You know, the Bible says in these last days that there are going to be people that are unthankful, ungrateful, and we see that happening. And so my prayer is that through this time that we have today, that you will grow in your understanding of when to be thankful and man, above everything, just to be thankful to God, to be thankful to God for everything, amen, because it is his will for you, amen, and being thankful causes so many great things to take place, amen. Well, if you brought your Bibles, I want you to turn with me over to Psalms 100. Man, this portion of scripture just jumped out at me today, and I just want to share it with you. It has to do with thanksgiving. It has to do with praise, amen. Um, It tells us right here in Psalms 100, It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. It says, know you that the Lord, he is God. 
It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. And I love what it says in the Amplified Bible, especially verse four. It reads like this. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and with a thank offering. And it says, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say to him, bless and affectionately praise his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy and his loving kindness are everlasting, his faithfulness and truth endure to all generations. He says that we are to be thankful that when you come before the presence of God, this is the thing is that if you truly understand who he is, you will always be, come before him thankful. There was a time in the Old Testament where the high priest could come into the holies of holies once a year into that temple. And that was it. One person to make an atonement, you know, to offer a sacrifice, you know. But you and I, we can come boldly before the throne of God any time we desire because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We're able to come in and we're able to fellowship with God. And isn't it in his presence where we receive that fullness of joy? It's in his presence where we, re we receive that uplifting. We, we receive that peace, amen. We receive that power. We receive everything that he has to offer in his presence. And there is always a reason to thank God. There's always a reason to praise him. The word thanksgiving means to be delighted. It means, it means to be glad. It means to be happy. It means to be satisfied. Are you satisfied today? Are you delighted? Has somebody done something that's made you glad? You know, it's amazing the power of thankfulness. You know, I've learned that when people do things good to me and I tell them how much I appreciate it, you know, you find that like what we just read where he says, you know, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You always find thanksgiving and praise together. Those two things are synonymous because you can't have a thankful heart without you know, your praise being involved. Praise is acknowledging that you are delighted. Praise is you acknowledging that somebody or something has made you happy. Something has changed your life for the better. And your reaction is you just want to say thank you. You want to be grateful. You want to you want to give them some praise and, and acknowledge that what they did has made a difference in you. That's what it means to be thankful. You know, as a pastor, I have a lot of people, you know, that God has entrusted to our care to watch over them. And I also have people that serve inside of our offices. They help us, you know, in the ministry that we perform locally as well as worldwide. And I understand that I cannot do what I do for the Lord the way that I'm able to do it and in the dynamics of which I'm, which I'm able to do it without them. My employees are one of the greatest assets that I have to this ministry because they take what God has put in me and they help position me to be able to share it with nations, to be able to share it with communities. And so I let them know often how much I appreciate them. And you know what it does to my employees? I mean, it causes them to, to feel good about what they're doing and they always strive to exceed my expectations and my desires of them. They always are willing to go beyond a job description. They're always willing to give more. Why? Because they know that they're they're being praised. They know that that someone appreciates what they're doing, their efforts. 
Amen. Doesn't that make you feel good when someone tells you thank you for something you've done for them? You know, doesn't that make you happy? Doesn't that make you glad? Doesn't that make you want to do more when, when folks acknowledge something that you've done? It's not so much that you're looking for their praise, but, but it is appreciated when you do something, especially if it's a sacrifice and people are thankful. You know, yesterday my wife and I, we were out and we were leaving this parking lot and there was a homeless couple that was walking in front of us and they were pushing a shopping cart. They'd been out collecting cans and bottles and what blessed us was as this couple was walking right in front of our car, the old man reached over and he grabbed uh, his, his, his wife's hand and he started holding her hand as they were walking, pushing this cart. It blessed me so much, man. We started yelling from the car, stop, stop, stop. And we called them over to us and, and me and my wife, we blessed them with some money just so they can just go out and have something for them. And man, they, they just lit up so much. And that was so worth it. It was so worth it. Now, if us being thankful can bless people, you know, again, whether it's, you know, someone working in one of the offices here or whether it's someone that's living, you know, in a homeless situation, how many know they were thankful? Even though they were in a homeless situation, they were thankful because something good happened to them. Now, if people can be thankful, and they can reward you accordingly. I'm telling you, the smile that they had and the words that came out of their mouth, they were grateful. I didn't do it for that, but man, it blessed me. It made me want to do more. I wish I could have took them home with us. <laughs> How much more will God show himself strong in the life of a person that says, thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm so blessed by what you've done for me. Lord, I'm so appreciative, Lord, of all, Lord, that you continue Lord, to reveal to me, you know, a person that understands that they, they see their faults and their flaws and that, you know, because we're all works in progress, but they know that God still pours his love out on them. God still opens doors for them. I mean, it's truly amazing. And that's why the Bible says that we're supposed to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Some people, they just want to complain to God. Oh, God, I'm tired of this. Oh, God, I'm tired of that. Oh, God, why is this happening? Oh, God, why is that happening? And, and then they wonder why things continue to be like that. Well, start putting praise on your lips and watch and see what happens. You know, I shared a situation a while back, and I'll just share it again because this miracle has just been in front of me so much. You know, one of my worship leaders, her daughter had married one of my other worship leaders, and you know, they started, you know, they got married, started having a family. And their second child, when she was giving birth, something horrible had happened to where this beautiful baby boy had bled out while he was in the womb, right before delivery. So when she delivered him, he came out and he was white. He was white. I'm not talking about he was just white like me. I'm talking about he was white because he had no blood. And they just handed him to the father. And in that kind of a situation, you see how desperate things are. You see how beyond you things are. And it's in those moments where you better understand that if you are going to get God involved, then you're going to access that throne through your praise. And immediately, my worship leader jumped up and started dancing and praising God, started singing unto the Lord. The nurses and doctors, they thought that she was going crazy. 
And they started trying to question her. Oh, you know, uh, you know, what's the date today? You know, what state are you in? And stuff like that. You know, she started praising God. And then her daughter who just delivered this son, you know, she's raising her hands towards heaven on this gurney and she's praising the Lord. And her husband standing there holding his child saying, Lord, I know you didn't give me this son to mock me. You know, and then the mother-in-law, you know, you know, she's praising God, you know, and they're just all in there worshiping the Lord. That child came back to life, to life. Doctors were shocked by that. And they said, oh, well, this child's, you know, going to have brain damage and all these issues. So they flew the child over to, you know, Children's Hospital. Three days later, that child was out of the hospital. That child does not have one issue. That, that, that boy is running all over our church nowadays. I'm telling you. They did not give their praise up because the situation was challenging. They didn't quit praising God. They didn't quit being thankful because circumstances weren't the best. They learned that despite the circumstances, God is still God. Amen. And I don't know what it is that you're facing today, but I do know this, that the God that she served, the God that they served is still the same God. Amen. That is available to you and I. And God still shows himself strong. There's so many stories in the Bible where we understand that Thanksgiving, you know, it provokes a praise and that praise just pleases God. He loves it when we come before him and we worship him. He loves it when we honor him because we were born to worship him. We were created to worship him. He's, he's our father. Amen. And he's given us his son, Jesus Christ, to be a savior to us. He's given us his Holy Spirit, who's the comforter and the counselor. And you think about all that God has done. Amen. He woke you up today. You have life today. Amen. You're breathing. <laughs> Amen. You look good. Amen. You're made in his image. We have a reason to be thankful. Amen. We have a reason to praise him. Amen. But the question comes to mind in situations, you know, when are we to be thankful? Well, the Bible gives us instruction. We just read, he said, man, come before him with thanksgiving. But I also want to pay attention to another scripture that stood out to me. It's found over in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Because as I was studying, I was going, Lord, man, you know, this is, you know, this is good stuff. You know, I'm like, Lord, I want to make sure that my praise meter is just redlining. I want to make sure that I'm always thankful, always grateful for all that you've done. And he took me to this scripture. It's found again in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Listen to this. In everything, give him thanks. But you might say, Pastor, you don't know my situation. You don't know my circumstances. And you're telling me that, that in this, I'm supposed to thank God for this? No, he didn't say thank God for everything. He said thank God in everything. Because if you thank God in everything, you'll be able to hand, handle everything else that tries coming against you. But when you're in things, you thank him and you praise him through it. You say, like, how bad? I just explained the situation to you. Man, it was a horrible situation to have death in the room but yet still remain praiseful and thankful unto God. They told me, they said, Pastor, you taught us that when we praise the Lord, it silences the mouth of the devil. They said, that's why we praise God. I just taught them what God's word says. He inhabits the praises of his people. So they praised God and they brought life into the room where death had been. 
and life prevailed. Amen. Again, what are you facing in this life? What's going on right now? Maybe right now it's this, you know, holiday season and you're all alone. Maybe, you know, there's a loved one that, that, that you wish you could be with and you can't. Maybe there's someone that you loved and they're gone. I'm here to tell you, God is faithful and he's there with you even now. Amen. And if you begin to praise him, if you begin to thank him for being there for you, you will feel his presence overwhelm you and take over. You'll feel that load that's on you. Amen. That darkness start just getting lighter and lighter and lighter because God loves you so much in everything. Thank the Lord. Amen. He will deliver you through. I think about Paul and Silas. Here you have these two great men of God doing the ministry, doing what's right, and they get thrown in prison. Sometimes you're going to be doing the right things and bad things are going to happen to you. It just happens. We're in the world. This world is cursed. And the curse will try coming on you. But in everything, you need to remember that you are the blessed of the Lord and that God is there for you. Here they are in the middle of this prison, chained and shackled, and they begin to praise God. And as they praise God, as the praises went up, let me tell you something, the walls started coming down. The chains started snapping. God shook the foundations of that prison. That thing that the devil had tried to use to contain them could not stop their praise from entering in to the presence of Almighty God and bringing that presence into where they were at. I'm telling you, you praise God in everything. Amen. And you'll see that he will bring you, amen, to that place of peace, that place only he can, uh, you know, cause, you know, there you, you to be settled, even when the circumstances haven't changed yet. Amen. God excels, amen, at showing us how much he is there. And he loves it when we worship him. He loves it when we're thankful. He does more for us. Thanksgiving causes greater graces and blessings to show up. You say, well, how is that? Well, again, I remember the leper that showed up that was thankful. The other ones, they received healing. The disease stopped. But that one that was thankful, Jesus made him whole. That means everything that that disease had taken had been restored. Missing fingers were back. I mean, God did a creative miracle for him. Why? Because of the power of thanksgiving. Be thankful to God. Wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, you might say, well, Pastor Josh, there's some impossible situations that I'm facing right now. There are things that are going on that I don't have the answers and, and I don't know what to do. I'm behind on my rent. I'm behind on my payments on my car. I, my utilities, they're going to shut everything off. And, and I, I'm working and I'm doing what I can to try to pay these bills, but I just don't have the, the ability to do it. What should I do? Let me tell you something. Praise the Lord. Thank God now for his supply. Thank God that he supplies all of your need according to his riches and glory. Roll all the care over to him and just begin to praise him and watch and see him intervene on your behalf. God will move heaven for you. Amen. To make sure that you find yourself on the right side. I think about, you know, one of my favorite scriptures and stories found in the Bible is 2 Chronicles chapter 20. There were three armies coming against the people of God, and they knew that it was going to be a slaughter. And the Bible says that from the youngest to the oldest, they gathered into the temple of the Lord. And the Bible says that they came before the, the courts of God, and they told God, they said, God, they said, 
You told us when the enemy comes in the form of a famine, the pestilence or the sword, Lord, that we can come into this house that bears your name and Lord, that you would hear us and that you would help us. And they, they brought up the situation, Lord, this is what's going on. But they made a decision that they were going to believe in the Lord, their God. They made a decision that they were going to trust in whatever his counsel was. And so in verse 20 of that chapter, it says, believe in the Lord, your God, you'll be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And the Lord told them, he said, you will go to war, but you will not have to fight in this war. He tells them there's a battle, but you don't have to fight in the battle. He said, you will go face them. So the next day, as they begin to head out, the Bible tells us that the praise team went in front of the children of God. And as they praised the Lord, as they were thankful to God, the Lord set ambushments against the enemy to where the enemy, they slaughtered themselves. All because the people praised God. When they showed up to the battlefield, there wasn't an enemy left. The only thing that was left was all of the wealth that the enemy, you know, had brought with them. You find the very next thing that they did, it took them three days to clean the wealth off the dead. The very next place you find them going was back to the house of God. Why? To bring the tithes and the offerings, to come with a heart of praise and thanksgiving, giving God the glory for what he's done. Child of God, call out to the Lord and start thanking him for everything that he's been doing for you and watch and see how involved he'll get in what you need right now. My prayer is that you will see how powerful praise is and that you will see that when you are thankful to God, God will do the miraculous for you. Love you much. Look forward to seeing you guys again here on Kingdom Concepts.